<coughs> My dad hates when I do that. Due to, let's call them some unforeseen circumstances, there was no episode with RJ this week. Uh, which is crazy to think that there will be some people that are legitimately upset by that. He's a fucking idiot. <laughs> um, instead, we have a couple of great replacement guests. Please welcome to the show, David Dobrik and Derek Chauvin. Now, David, you're in some hot water this week. Derek, is there anything you can give him some sort of advice about to try and move forward? There's literally a person in our family that heard the podcast, and uh, I don't even know what episode it was, but they said, and I quote, I don't fuck with him anymore. (laughs) Yikes! I wonder if she's cool with that one. Fuck it, dude. This podcast is about one thing and one fucking thing only, and that's ruining my life. So that once I'm out of options, this will be the only option and then it's go time, bitch. Um, it's, you know, it's fucking episode 19. It's the Adam Thielen episode, if you will. And uh, if you don't know what that means, you're disrespecting my family and my culture. It's been a fucking wild week at work here. You know, <clears throat> you you never, it's almost like, maybe it's the fault of the pandemic. Maybe it was already happening and I just wasn't aware of it. But it seems like everyone, it seems like everyone that doesn't know someone just automatically assumes that they're on some bullshit. It really seems that way. Like somebody will walk in here and assume that, like they act like I'm trying to fuck them over or something. And it's like, dude, I'm just trying to get you to your room and get you the fuck out of my face. How about that? How about that? Uh, people constantly stopping by the desk to fuck with you, you know? Um, and I'll call it that. It's, it, oftentimes it feels like they're fucking with you. Like, it feels like they're like, uh, I pay a lot of money and I don't feel like I'm being treated like a queen. How about I treat you like a fighter? How about we get in the ring real quick, asshole? I'm not getting you those extra towels. Go fuck yourself. And do you know why I'm so aggressive about that? Because these fucking people are. That's why I'm so aggressive about it. I'll tell you what, man. You want, you want to be a dick to me? I'm going to be a dick right back. And that's something I had to learn. That's something I had to learn. I used to think, oh, this guy's having a bad day. Fuck that, dude. You try to be nice to any of these fucking people, they will take advantage of that. That's how I'm feeling. Um, <clears throat> I don't know. Maybe I'm being a dick. They asked me to work 12 days in a row, 12 in a row, and I told them no because that would result in a Rambo First Blood style shootout at the front desk between either me and the cops or me and multiple guests. I'm serious. It, it, it would go down like that. Um, if you ask a man to work 12 nine-hour shifts in a row, and usually my shifts are more than nine hours, I'm just saying, you are asking to see a monster. You're asking to see the beast. That's where I get reckless, and I start doing, like, I'll start doing cocaine in front of a child. Like, I'll just be at the front desk, and 
Oh, fuck. And, uh, you know, some family walks up. Oh, hey! You guys wanted the towels, right? The extra towels earlier, right? And the kid's just like, Mommy, what's wrong with the man? And I'm like, nah, 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 it was you. It was you. You guys wanted the towels. I remember faces, kid. Is that what these fucking people want? Okay. And got cut off four minutes in because why the fuck wouldn't I? Um, what the fuck was I saying? Before some dumbass bitch wanted cups. And yeah, I'm fine saying that. I don't care. Don't ask for fucking cups at two in the morning. Fuck you. I don't care. I was saying I can't work 12 days in a row. Because then I get angry about cups. Um, and I hope it doesn't sound like I'm shit-talking my manager. He listens to the podcast. Uh, he's a good dude. We're good friends, if you can believe that. Um, we're just underwater right now with all the bullshit that's going on. And, uh, we jumped from about 30% occupancy to 90 over the course of somewhere around three days. We have, like, fucking six workers. If you can't tell, I'm ready to be done. But on the other hand, man, you really just got to take a second uh, to thank whatever you believe in for the fact that we got out of February and March. Maybe you thank the universe. Maybe you thank some god or something. Maybe you thank yourself because you believe that you're god. When I was a kid, I remember the first time my mom told me that Jesus was going to come back someday. And I was like, I was already on the ass about that shit. I said, I said, well, how will we know it's not somebody just pretending? I was like five, already fucking spinning the inner workings of religion and the universe in my mind. Okay? Give you an idea of who you're dealing with here. And I remember she said, oh, well, well you'll, just, you'll know it's him. You'll know. And I remember as a five-year-old being like, well, I mean, what if somebody just tried that? Like, what if I just did that? Um, and I highly regret not trying. Because let's be honest, I mean, that probably wouldn't work, right? Trying to pretend you're the Messiah. But if I was a young boy and just started convincing these people who, let's be honest, are not exactly represented by the brightest society has to offer... If that shit would have caught on, I mean, I might have taken over the world. And I think about that. I do. Um, you know, things could be a lot different if I just lied about that and just said I was the Messiah or something. And that's the moral of the story, is if it's going to help you, you should just lie. I'm sorry, man. I, I, I'm fucking bored. Um, so we're gonna we're gonna try a new segment out on the show. Um, it's called "Getting Angry at Snapchat Stories," even though I'm a 23 year old man and they are targeted for 16 year old girls. So getting upset about them is kind of a me problem. Uh, I'm your host, Joey Capuana. We're just going to go through a speed run of these. Let me pull this up here. I'm just going to pull up Snapchat. And uh, 
If you go from where the camera just shows on you and you swipe right, you'll get a list of... Uh, well, let's just go through them. First of all, we've got, how are your clothes grown? They're not. They're made by children who are often sucked into giant machines to make Nikes. Shout out to Gainer. He was at a job where he saw somebody get sucked into a machine that I got him that job for $14 an hour, and I'll always feel terrible about that. Sorry, Matt. Um, moving on. The Apple car is coming soon. That's the next one. It is absolutely not. Don't even need to click on the article to know that because I'm not retarded. Let's move on to hedge trimming videos is the new soap cutting. If you're watching soap cutting videos in your spare time, we don't need you in society. Um, keeping going here. Uh, here's one. Robert Downey Jr. invites us into his home. I promise you I couldn't care any less because I have a job. Uh, <laughs> that doesn't even make sense. Let's see what else we got here. There's one labeled best of gay TikTok. Uh, guys, nobody gives a shit anymore. Black people are in, are in at quarterback right now. Uh, you had your time in 2012. Mm, we have a girl here whose first name is Hope. Don't name your kid Hope unless you're dying of scarlet fever in the, names in the year 1719. Obviously, boom, roasted. Uh, here's one. Strangers discuss whether or not having kids is right. This is all on Snapchat. I, you know, the caption is there to piss you off, that one. Um, and I would say, my response would just be, having children is a mistake, but I also don't give a fuck if you do it. Um, scrolling, more boring shit here. There's one, oh, here's one labeled, Hello, White People. And then it says, this is how they like their food? <laughs> question mark, question mark. Uh, just imagine if somebody said that about another race. And we're moving on. How did you like that segment? Did we do good? It's, it's, um, it's tough to, it's tough. Because I was... You know, just getting into high school when Snapchat was made, and it sort of felt like it was meant for us. And now, uh, you know, being a 23-year-old in 2021 basically means you're 49, and because things move so quickly, and you know, all half of our celebrities are 16 years old. So it's like. Oh, God, I thought this was dope at first, and then I, I look at the people that are actually on Snapchat, and I'm like, this is maybe... This is maybe not for me anymore. Um, I gotta take a piss. I'll be right back. Uh, I'm back, sorry. Um, <clears throat> what else is going on, man? Uh, as much as it doesn't sound like it, I am trying to be more positive. I promise that I am. I'm trying to remember that, you know, I think for a while I forgot that there are actually good people in the world. There are. There are. Um, I don't even know if I'm one of them. It, you know, the line gets blurred sometimes. And I think that in a way, to a degree, all of us have been brainwashed into hating each other. Um... And you just got to remember there are good people, man. One time, one time, 
me and my dad uh, were just ran. We were at a Kohl's, and um, let me remind you that being at a department store as a kid, and it's already been established that you're not getting a toy on this trip. That's the equivalent of getting an STD as an adult. Like you're just real bummed out, and it feels like you've been dealing with this shit for for days, even though it's only been 25 minutes. And uh, I'm sitting there dreading my life as as my dad um, is looking for, you know, new windshield wipers or new gloves or some dumb shit like that. And this guy walks up to us and he goes, hey, are, are you guys Vikings fans? And me and my dad were, of course, like, hell yeah. We'll, dude, we'll fight anyone here that, that's trying to go against that. <laughs> uh, we, we were just like, we were just like, um, yeah, we, we love the Vikings. What's up? And he goes, well, I can't go to the game on Sunday. Do you guys want my tickets? And these fucking tickets were for like the 10th row. On the 50-yard line. Think about that. Just just some guy realized he couldn't go to the game. Probably paid a fuck ton of money for those tickets. And he just said, you know what? I'm going to turn this feeling of, of being pissed that I have to go to work. Or, or go to my wife's dumb shit or something like that. And I'm going to give it to some random dad and this kid at Kohl's. And that, I mean, that makes me feel good, man. It really does. Because I've gotten to a point now, being out here in the place that I am, where I don't give anybody the benefit of the doubt. And you gotta have hope that we can go back to where that wasn't how it is for everybody. It does feel like that, right? It feels like it's that way, like... Every time you go out or you're at your job or, or whatever, it feels like the person you're interacting with is ready to go. Does it not? I mean, is that just me? It can't be, dude. People are on edge. And you just, I think, I think you have to remember that we, we, can, we can go back to that. Like, we can make it back to... To just a, a time where we all, not that we all liked each other. I mean, it's been a while since that happened, right? But, I mean, we, we can be cool with each other, I think, again. We can all just, we can get back to a place where we don't just assume that somebody's trying to screw us over. Because that's no way to be, man. That's no way to go about life. Just assuming that people are, are trying to fuck you over. And I'll be honest with you, it feels like it feels that way like I have to be that way right now. And so I will. But I would hope we can get back to a time where it's not like that. And when I think about that, I do get a little bit depressed. I do. And like I said, I've been trying to be more positive lately. And one thing I'm thinking about is one thing I really think you have to do is just compare your own life to human history. And when you look at it, I mean, holy shit, is your life better than the rest of human history? And, you know, there's a handful of people that, that, doesn't, that doesn't really translate for. There are people that have fucking awful lives. Um, but comparatively speaking, when you look at 
the world and how fucked up things used to be, uh, you have to realize that it's pretty comfortable for a lot of people. Uh, so whenever I get I get really down on myself and I hate my job and I feel like I'm a loser, I'm going to remember that if you look at all the people that have ever lived, I'm living like a king. Truly, I am. Uh, now, there are, there are plenty of people that have more money than me and and are living like gods in that sense. But hey, man, being a king is not that bad. I mean, think about it, dude. If you don't know what I'm, if you don't get what I'm saying, there was a there was a time where people were dying of the Black Plague. I mean, come on. You you might bump into somebody, rub rub your face, rub your eye, and then boom, your your face is falling off of your body. But there was a time where there was. No dental professionals. There were just a bunch of assholes acting like they knew what they were talking about. Sticking wood and other dead people's teeth in your mouth. When people would get killed in battle, they would rip out their teeth. Because they hadn't discovered toothpaste yet. Something like toothpaste. I mean, that's what I'm talking about. I take that for granted all the fucking time. Could you imagine hooking up with somebody and they haven't brushed their teeth ever? We're living like kings, dude. I mean, there for fuck's sake, there was a time, most of the time in history, where if you weren't 100% down with whatever the fuck the leader of the government was saying, they'll just cut your fucking head off. I mean, you gotta, you gotta be thankful at the end of the day. This is my point. I get so worked up and I get so fucking angry at these people to the point where I want to be like, let's go. Let's, what's up, dude? What's up? You want to, you want to treat me like that? Then what's up? And you have, what you have to do is, is while still respecting yourself, take a look and go, I mean, wow. Like if you're living in America, I mean, chances are. Your life is is not, it's not awful comparatively speaking. And that's key, I think. I don't know. I, I just feel like there is something in the universe out there that decides when and where you are put into humanity. And there are a lot of people that have gotten a fucking shit deal compared to me. I don't know. Maybe that's dumb as shit. It's just something I'm trying to think about. Um, what else? What else is going on, dude? We're just trying to move out to Arizona. I think I think that's that's gonna help a lot. I know I've said it and talked about it on the past like five episodes, but I just I just think it would be great for me to be around old people and hot women. I ju- I just I mean, how can you how? Can you say that that could go wrong? Old people, they keep to themselves. Okay, literally the only thing they can complain about me doing is smoking pot. Can't get arrested for it because it's out zony way. And it's legal in that motherfucker now. Sorry, I get worked up. I'm sorry. Jesus. Um... 
Yeah, that's one thing that's crazy is like that weed is still illegal. And I know a lot of people are rolling their eyes and going like, oh my God, here he goes. But I'm just telling you, like I tried Delta, I tried Delta 8 and that shit. I mean, you could get fucked up off of that and it's legal in 42 states. You can get more fucked up than you would get on weed. So I don't know. Argument over. Let me get my shit, please. And I'm going to get my shit and people are going to fuck off. I'll tell you that. Oh, it's going to be so nice when some 40-year-old lady, uh, I almost said 40-year-old white lady working at this hotel, I've realized it's literally any type of person. It's like once you turn 40 years old, there's a good chance that you just think you are the shit. I don't understand it. But I can't wait for some 40-year-old prick to come up to me and be like, uh, should you be smoking that out here? And I just grab my fucking cock and go, call the cops. Do something. Do something, Bill. <clears throat> Sorry. It's it's just it, yeah it's been it's been a boring night. Um, don't don't have a lot here. Why is it? Hey hey hey! Why is it that trying to get an apartment is like trying to convince some somebody that you can be a part of their coke operation in the 1980s? Hey, why are you trying to pretend that you're Pablo Escobar and me getting this apartment is joining your team? Hey. Why is it harder to get an apartment without a job than getting into the FBI? I just want to know. Because I have a bank statement that says I can pay for the first two months on hand and get the next one and cover the deposit. But you want to be on my dick because I don't have a job there? How? Ugh. Gotta stop having brews during this podcast. Really do. But I also can't do it if I don't. So that's that's a thing. I was gonna do it yesterday. And I was like, I can't. I can't get in the mood. I gotta order something. Went to go order it. It was gonna be $30 for a six-pack, which... Uh, let's fight. Let's fight. How about that? If you're gonna try and charge me $30 for a six-pack, you're saying you wanna fight, right? There are so many indirect ways to to say, let's go. And I think that trying to charge $30 for a six-pack is doing that. Um, There was a guy earlier uh, came to the desk to try and with his fucking little shitty-ass friends. And... Um... And sorry, I, I blanked out for a second there. He he was asking for a mask, right? So I, I went to go grab them some masks. And the dude picks up my headphone and puts it in his ear and goes, What are you listening to? And I mean, how much clearer could you make it that you want to go? You know, I, I can't do anything right now. I'm, I'm concussed. My fucking tits hurt. My arms hurt. My goddamn face hurts. I wasn't going to talk about it, but like literally goddamn, dude. It's it sparked this whole shitty week, maybe. Uh 
literally got in a fight with a family member, which we're not going to name who it is. It's fine. Um, it happens. Uh, actually, no, it doesn't. You know, and that's, I think, changed my personality is the fact that I was almost ready for that. Like, I've seen it happen more than a few times, more than a handful of times, where people out here will fight their family members because they've been drinking alcohol. And it's like, I mean, how much lower could you go than that? You know what I mean? And I don't give a fuck because it's something that happened and I'm not just going to keep it to myself. Um, it happened on, I, I think it was Easter. I went to my cousin's house and course you know my family they fucking they love alcohol there's no other way to put it i love alcohol i'm not trying to fault anybody for that but you know also i can act like an adult when i'm drinking it so there's that there's that difference um but (laughs) oh i'm gonna regret doing this uh the opening was a Derek chauvin joke and now we're going into why my family um gets too drunk and I got there. I got there late. I worked the night shift. I slept most of the day. I was like, you know, can you guys pick me up around 5 o'clock or whatever? And at that point, they'd all been there since noon, which means they're all fucking, you know, they're having a good time. Let's just say that. And, man, I actually do feel bad talking about this, but it's really like, it's gotten to the point where I'm a little bit fed up. Um... You know, they keep drinking the whole day. It's cool. You know, I got to go to work that night. So I'm chilling. I'm trying not to drink that much. Ended up having three beers. Uh, And we go, oh, shit, we're out of stuff. Let's, hey, you want to go take a a ride down to Sheets real quick? Sheets is the shitty gas station here, if you don't know about it. And we all pile in the car. It's the three of us. Um, We get to the Sheets. Everything's fine. We buy all of our beer. And I get back in the car, and I'm sitting in the front seat. And uh, I don't know I don't know any other way to put it. Uh, my step-cousin, let's call him, didn't like that. And he told me to get out of the front seat. Now, for any... I don't know. I don't know. Uh, for anybody that's listening, but really for the dudes that are listening, you know you can't do that. Another man tells you to get out of the seat... When he didn't even he didn't even call the seat, you can't do that. You by getting out of that seat, by taking that seatbelt off, you'd be accepting that you are a bitch. And I get to a lot I get to a lot of people that that's irrational and that's stupid. It doesn't make sense. Whatever. I don't care, dude. That's not how I was raised. You don't just tell me to get out of a fucking seat and I get out of the fucking seat. That's not how it goes, bruh. So I said no. I said no. And he goes, if you don't get out of the seat, I'm going to fuck you up. Get out now. And, and, and if you forgot, this is one of my family members. So can you maybe understand why I'm trying to get the fuck out of Pennsylvania? Because nobody else here seems to get that. And they seem to just be okay with this type of behavior. And this type of activity, and just call it all fucking good next week. Well, guess what, motherfuckers? Not me. <laughs> I said no. 
and um, he punched me about I you know he punched me about ten, nine or ten times in the head. Um, <clears throat> somebody somebody who would consider themselves very close to my family, and he punched me about nine or ten times in the head, and um, I came back to and I punched him in the face. Which did nothing. I just had to say that to sound cool for one second. Uh, this was followed by 19 more punches to the head. I mean, he was trying to fuck me up, dude. <laughs> and I don't fucking care. I don't fucking care that this is one of my family members. You want to act like that? Whatever, dude. Some dickhead that you might be beating their skull in might have a podcast. And then 45 people you don't know are going to hate you. So, so watch out. Um, you know. <laughs> After that happened, I told him I don't fuck with him anymore. Obviously. And I think you have to do that. I think, I think you really do. I mean, I, I, I got real aggressive about it and made some made some statements that if they were in a courtroom would not be great. Um, but that's the only way to get through to these people here. And I'm ready to go. And so, for anyone that maybe has interacted with me in my time here, I'm sorry if you got the butt end of the whole me being fucking angry thing. It's just that out here in Pennsylvania, <laughs> these people are so shit that your own family will do it to you. And it changes you as a person. I remember when I lived in Minnesota, dude, I gave everybody the benefit of the doubt. I really did. And maybe that needs to be a happy medium, like apart from that and apart from thinking everybody's a shithead, which is how I've come to feel now. But it's extremely hard to find a place where you can be like that. And, um, and you know, maybe me getting my fucking skull beat in was something that I, you know, in some weird cosmic way deserved. Certainly didn't deserve it from the guy that did it, my fucking, my cousin. I didn't deserve that. And it's not, for anybody that's confused right now, it was not RJ. RJ did not do that. I promise. <laughs> um, what the fuck was my point? I don't even know. My, my point was that's why it's just very hard to be in a place like this and trust people and not want to just be ready to go with everybody that you see. <sighs> maybe I'll maybe I'll at some point regret putting that out there. Um I'm supposed to do the best man speech at my cousin's wedding and half of the people that are going to be there are related to one side of the family. So maybe they'll just want to kill me. And I think that's the best way that you could really start off. And so if I can leave you with one point today, my point would be all you have is you. At the end of the day, man, 
your brother, your sister, your mom, your dad, your cousin, whoever. They can only care so much. All you have is you. So, make something good out of it. Make somebody that can defend themselves verbal, verbally, physically, whatever the fuck. Don't let people fuck with you, man. Whether you're, you know, a 100-pound chick or a 350-pound, 7-foot dude, don't let people fuck with you. <laughs> and spread love. Spread love. I do love you all. Everybody that listens to this, I fucking love you. Um, the fact that there's anybody that listens to it is fantastic, and I appreciate it. My name is Joey Capuana. You've been listening to Joey Hates Everything, and I just hope you have a good fucking day, man.